Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. I went to Petco this week to get my dog some stuff. And when I was checking out, as I'm paying, a prompt comes up at the end and says, do you want to save a dog? Like they were asking for a donation, but the way they phrased it is, do you want to save a dog? I mean, of course I want to save a dog. My dog is a rescue dog. Of course, I want to save all the dogs. I'm standing there. I just bought my dog not only food and treats, but I bought her an actual dress. That's right. A dress for dogs. I have a son. My dog is as close as I'll ever get to an actual daughter. So I like to buy her dresses and girly clothes. I am that person. So yes, I want to save the dog. I want to make the donation. Fine. Then I go to the pharmacy, get some stuff I need from the house. As I'm checking out, prompt comes up again. Would you like to donate so a child can afford a backpack for school? I mean, of course. What kind of monster do you think I am? I have a child. I'd be upset if he didn't have a backpack. I'd be devastated. So yeah, sure. Sign me up the prompts are getting like more and more aggressive. Like I went to the grocery store, I get a ton of food for the house, plus some extra stuff, maybe some rainbow cookies, some skinny pop, I don't know, some unnecessary non-essential groceries. And when I pay, a prompt comes up and says, hey, fatso, I see you're having a grand old time with all this food. Would you like to donate to people who have zero food to eat and are starving to death? I don't know if it said that exact thing, but it felt like it. So now here I am on a donation tour every time I go shopping. I don't know if anyone else is finding this. I almost feel like they should just do away with the formalities of saying what the donation's for and just say, hey, if you don't make a donation now as you're paying, we're going to judge you. They should just be honest and say that exact thing. We're going to judge you and so is everyone online behind you. And then you're going to feel guilty for the rest of the day if you don't do it. You might even have to call your shrink to discuss your guilt. That's what it should say. I did see something on TikTok that explained why you shouldn't be donating at checkout. I I don't remember what it said now, but it gave reasons why. And yes, I do get all my important information from TikTok and I'm not ashamed to admit it at all. In fact, I'm quite proud of it. Anyway, now that I got that off my chest. I'm kind of obsessed with humans, human behavior, and the things we do all day, every day that we're not even paying attention to. In fact, I find it kind of hilarious. So much so, I even made a show about it, and it's called Social Studies. I'm your host, Jenna Kingsley. Let's get started with today's episode. Welcome back, Tina. Thank you. Tina and I had a lot of non-important topics we wanted to cover today that we've been we've been talking about over the past couple of weeks, pressing issues. Um, we were talking over Christmas about, you know, how different it felt. People weren't traveling and we started to reminisce about old vacations and how embarrassing they are if you really break if you really break it down they're exactly. actually cringeworthy exactly and exactly like what a vacation is what a vacation is 
and what it means and what you're supposed to do there. I wish I could remember who posted this years ago so I could give them credit. It wasn't me, but they said, whoever put the word vacation and family vacation has clearly never been on one. But we were talking about resorts that have like all the amenities where you're trapped there and you don't go anywhere. Yeah. Like where you're staying at the hotel property. You the whole stay time. at the hotel property. That's and what I mean. The things that that constitute a vacation at that particular spot. Yeah. So Dina actually said the funniest thing. She actually said one of the most accurate observations that you see at one of these vacation places when you're eating breakfast. Oh yeah. The whole spread. Well, think, well first of all, I think it's embarrassing because I don't like all the people that that work at the hotel, if this is what they think that we demand in a vacation, <laughs> this massive breakfast bar every day with the sliced bread and the croissant station and the guy that makes the omelets. Right. It was the omelet man the that omelet we man. really, that really struck a nerve with me. Well, it's just, I, I go to the omelet man because I'm like, well, why not? But I'm so embarrassed about it. It's, just, <laughs> it's so embarrassing standing there with my plate and looking and making the selection. Like this is like I'm the queen of England. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Like you're like, I'll have the peppers, the onions, the spinach. And then you're kind of like looking at them like, sorry. Yeah. Sorry. I know. Maybe throw in some tomatoes. (laughs) It's awful. It's awful. And then, but you're just like so appreciative of this nice person that's doing it. Do you think the omelet man is judging every single person? He has has to be. He or she has to be. Yeah, he or she. Very politically correct. It's, it's so so obnoxious, but like, it's so, it's also so great, right? To like have that. Cause like, who has that? Why is there so much food on vacation? Why is like a buffet, by the way, buffets in general, I happen to love a buffet because I like to have the option of eating cake while I eat <laughs> pasta, while I eat like berries, <laughs> while I eat some salmon. So like, many, I happen so many to love that kind of, and I'm that awkward person, my plate my eyes are so big. Yeah, so my plate is so full, like a crazy person. Because that's what, I guess, vacation entails at these places, right? That's part of the experience is the omelet guy, the endless the endless amount, the piles of bacon that are stuck together. Like just, that's what you do in the morning. That's how you start your vacation day <laughs> with your omelet. Wait a second. A requirement. Someone once told me that their father told them that they learned how to beat the system in a buffet. Which shows you how people view buffets, that they think there's some sort of not only system, but a system they have to beat, no less. And the way you beat the system is to start with the seafood first. Like you're supposed to start with the pricier, <laughs> the pricier. Item. Wait, you mean like like you hit up the hot, like the I, hot meat I, portion of the I don't know. I, I've never, proudly, I will say I've never been to the meat section okay. of a buffet. Yeah. There's always like a churning gyro meat. There's like, there's a, the carving like some, station. Carving something under a lamp. There's also <laughs> usually a guy there too, which is super embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's like, I'm a big fan of like, the, the pastries for dessert, because I, you know, we're going to get into this. I have a huge sweet tooth. So I do like the croissants and the lots of mini many, There's cakes. a lot of options. Mini croissants, mini chocolate croissants. Chocolate croissants. Mini muffins, gluten-free muffins. Like just the sheer amount of food yeah. presented. And the best thing about those buffet breakfasts is it's usually like $89 a person. <laughs> yeah. 
So then everyone feels like they have to like make the most of it. So they're like, I need to eat the whole buffet. Like it wasn't up until like a couple of years ago. I was like, oh, I could just order like coffee and a croissant. Like I could go a la carte. Like I, I was like, I don't have to like have everything at the, res- at the resort for breakfast. I don't know. It's just something that maybe we feel entitled to have. Like that's just part of the experience. <laughs> oh, let's not forget the other highlight of these vacations is the authentic luau. Oh, that is my favorite. <laughs> that is my absolute favorite. <laughs> Tables on the beach, all lopsided. So all your food is like sliding off the entire time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then stations, again, 75 stations. 75 stations, at least. Works, at least. Go around There's a full pig turning. Full pig tur- turning, like endless amounts of food, like embarrassing, just going from one to the next, loading up your plate. And the interesting thing about Alu, and I-, I could be wrong. Yeah. I believe it's a Hawaiian tradition. I believe it is so. And but now it's become a resort tradition right. that there's a luau night. And it's awkward that people feel they're entitled to a luau at a resort. Well, you have to sign up for it too in order to like oh, yeah. reserve your space. But do people even, even in Hawaii, do they have luau's? Or is this just like a vacation thing? It's hard thing? to say because when I went to Hawaii, I stayed at a really nice hotel and one of the nights was luau night. <laughs> okay. So again, they're definitely doing it for the, the sad tourists. Yeah. No, I know. I just, so many endless nights just sitting there. But do you think like in Hawaii, like if you're not a tourist, it's like, like how we have like Shabbos dinner sometimes. Yeah. It's like, hey, come over for a luau. Yeah. Like the locals. Maybe, but maybe. there's probably one person and there's definitely not like a tiki torch, like burning with mosquitoes eating you alive. And a fire thrower. And a fire for full entertainment. Do you know when I was little, I'll never forget this. My parents took me to Barbados when I was a little girl okay. and there was like a woman doing limbo like a limbo that was on fire and her hair caught on fire. Oh, seriously? And I still remember it. <laughs> Obviously, no, my whole limbo, life is one big trauma. The limbo stick on fire is like, that's a standard issue thing yeah. at the outdoor. So you have to have that. You have to. And why is that? Like, why is that what people do? And nobody's really, does anybody really enjoy it? I mean, I like having the endless food option, <laughs> but like, am I, is the experience enjoyable? No, is that, it's awkward. It's awkward. I always look around and I'm like, oh my God, we, this is so sad. Like there's something so embarrassing to yeah. me when the performers come out. Ugh, I can't. And there's always that like guy, like <laughs> that white man, like dancing with them, like getting oh, yeah, down. Yeah. The, the drunk older, the older drunk guy, older just man. Just like having the time of his life. I don't know. And just everybody sitting at their tables, like looking around, like checking each other out. Hating like, their, just, hating their spouses. I, I mean, <laughs> That's like the best thing that came out of not being, having to go away, like, at all. But the other thing is people get really dressed up, too. Like, some people bring their finest outfits for for luau night. Because it's a night out. Because it's a night out. Yeah. I was never that person. No, I was never that person. Um, I'm never that person. Luau. It's another, it's just a buffet on the beach. And then there's the spa with the massage. Yeah. That's another thing that you need to do. It's like, never good. Right? It's by nev- the way. Never one time have I had a good massage Ever. on vacation. Not one time. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> okay. When I think about it. Because I just, go anyway and I have to walk out of there. I'm like, oh, that was so awkward. And it's just like, it's like when you get a haircut or something, you have to pretend that it was an amazing experience and you're just so happy that it's done. And then it's also like a trillion dollars more than like anything Obviously. you could get in the city.
massage in over a year. And I, I, I'm not a crazy massage person, but I probably go, you know, a few times a year because I have the belief that like, oh, I'm doing something for myself and this is supposed to feel good. And Am I enjoying, you know, but does it feel good? good do you, I love, I'd let a homeless person on the subway, give me a massage. I do like, love it. I love it. And I would let anyone massage me. Like literally if I were on the subway and someone's like started to rub my back, I'd be like, go for it. Like okay. I'm all in. See, I want to be that person. <laughs> I really want to. And, and I do love it. I think in theory, but starting out and I sort of like equate my life to always feeling like this is the first 15 minutes of massage is just, <laughs> the most anxiety provoking situation I can ever put myself in. Cause I go in there with such <laughs> expectations. I'm supposed to relax. I'm in a dark room with somebody, you know, naked. Who is this person that's in here with me that I'm just allowed to just touch my body? Why am I asking this person to touch my body? What is this person's story? Why would they want to do this? Like there's just a million <laughs> So questions. you never relax. I can relax from minute 42 to minute 44. <laughs> and then the wind down starts because you're like, is this the end? Is it, there's a lot of they're anxiety over foot. is oh, this the end? they're touching my other foot. It's not over yet. Oh, they're going to touch my arm. and then, So it's not. Once the tapping starts, the fun is what, over. Once the tapping thing, and then you feel the robe <laughs> overlay, like at the end. You're like, no, I'm not done. And I'm like, I can't. So like, I've never been that person who can really, truly get into it because it's either, you know, for maybe two minutes I get it and I'm like, oh, this is why people like it. But this is, this is sort of how I'm, I am in life too, which is- I, I get it. Okay. I mean, for me, when I get a massage- But you enjoy it, like you go right I into the zone. I love it. I am an inappropriate toucher, as you know. I want to touch okay. everyone. Right. I mean, not inappropriate. I just want to be very clear because in this day and age, you can't make that joke. I'm very physical. I'm very touchy. Like when I have dinner with people, I like to sit directly next to them. Okay. I'm annoying. But you don't feel awkward that you're with a total stranger I, and having them I'll, touch you? The thing I feel awkward about is in the first 15 minutes, like, you know, when they put a towel over you and they start to like press down on you with a towel. Yeah. I'm always like, are they going to take that towel off or do I have to feel a rough towel under their hands the <laughs> entire right, time? Like the scratchy towel. There are the scratchy towels. So yeah. that's really my focus in the beginning. But okay. no, I am missing that piece of my brain that feels awkward, which is... A problem and a blessing. No, yeah, it's a blessing. I'd say it's gotten me in trouble, but I also, I I probably have it more as I get older. I'm more self-aware, but I am missing that piece. Okay. But that's a good thing. So then I think that you're like a freer person. I'm a little bit of a free spirit. Versus being in your head all the time, which I'm just hanging out there all the time. You have more social anxiety than I do. Like analyzing everything, like wanting to know the source of everything. I'm trying to get better at analy- taking my time okay. and thinking before I act. <laughs> Why does not a masseuse want to be a masseuse? Why do you want to do that? And they're all so nice. And it's not a knock on masseuses. No, I love them. I'm they're all so amazing grateful. creatures. In fact, I, I wish I was dating one. But then they probably wouldn't want to like massage me 24-7. Right. They'd probably, they'd probably come home and don't want to do it. Why do people do this to themselves? Like, what is the point? I like a beach. I like I like getting away like the next person, but it seems like a lot of work and stress to be on these sort of non-authentic I happen to be, like, when I travel, I get really antsy. I'm not great at a resort. Like, I could go to a resort for, like, three days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Same. The people that go for 10 days where they've decided to live there yeah. and have their mail forwarded, I, I, I need to go to, like, a city 
or like skiing. I need to be like active or walking around, like exploring. I can't seeing something No, or like some, a little hint of culture. and I have been spending a lot of time talking about this week is, is Candy. She thinks, and by the way, it's not just her. She thinks that my candy choices are disgusting as do most people. Beyond. Yeah. I don't know how we got started on it. I think I mentioned that I wanted I don't remember what. I think it started with white chocolate. We were talking about white oh, chocolate. Oh, you sent me the N-E-S-T-L-E-S. Oh, yeah, that commercial. Yeah, Dina sent me a TikTok for creamy wine. It was like Nestle's commercial for a white chocolate bar. And she said white chocolate was disgusting. And I said, I love white chocolate. I love it. Yeah. I love white chocolate. And then she thought that was disgusting. And then we went down the list <laughs> right. of things that I love and she thought were disgusting. So some of them were, wait, did you like Cadbury cream eggs? Disgusting. I well, friggin' love them. Because we both grew up in New York City and we like lived at like our corner bodega. Yeah. We had access to gross candy. I so lived I, in a bodega. I was raised by a bodega. So, so when I... When I asked you questions about what you were actually eating, I was completely horrified. Yeah. But also sort of fascinated to meet somebody like you. I am so the what person eat? that eats the stuff in the bodega that nobody likes. Well, first of all, I love a Cadbury cream egg. Goes without saying. Could not be more disgusting. It's the most delicious thing ever. It's I like the chocolate shell. Uh, it's, a, it's a chocolate shell is the lamest part. The, the fun, <laughs> the most fun is that there's an actual egg inside. <laughs> but once you bite into it, it's just everywhere. I don't even know what the egg is made out of, but I love it. I love the, everything Ugh. about it. The okay. other thing I said that I loved from a bodega, I loved the Welch's strawberry and grape sodas. So sickening. I like strawberry wafer cookies. You're the only person I know on planet Earth that would yeah. purchase them. <laughs> I cannot, do you know, I can't go into a gas station or a bodega without leaving with a pack. Ugh. There's something about this, not only just the smell of it, but the color that's so off-putting. What do you like about these things? There's something about strawberry things I love, like snowballs, those hostess snowballs in strawberry that nobody eats but me. Just you. I know I'm the only person that eats them. I love them. Mm And I can't get enough. Did you feel sick afterwards or were you like, never? Oh, okay. oh my God. I remember like being younger and saying to my mom, like, oh, can I get those? And she's like, no, those are, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then when I got old enough to buy them, I was like, these are delicious. They're like a marshmallow. Would you still eat them now? 100%. Okay. If you pulled it out right now, I would be all over it. So I love, I love the snowballs. I love, I mean, how do you not like nerds? This is what we need to drill down on. There's a consistency problem. It doesn't doesn't fill me up. It doesn't satisfy me. And there's nothing food-like about it. I like chocolate. I like cake. I like cookies. I like stuff with substance. Things like nerds or like sugary things or those gross Coke bottles with the liquid in it. It doesn't, it doesn't fill me up. But maybe that's, I need that stuff to like stick to my ribs, whereas you like more of a sugar high. Oh no, it's just the experience of pouring the sugar into my mouth. It's so gross. 
like those straws that are just flavored sugar, sour sugar, or like fun dip. Fun dip I could occasionally do, but also like, again, it was just like, you were a candy person. Yes. Or you were like a chocolate person. Well, the thing about me is I'm a chocolate person, but I'm also a candy person. But we also okay. didn't agree. But you're be- also a white chocolate person, which is super weird. I love white chocolate. White cho- white I chocolate- mean, I love all chocolate. Okay. But white chocolate is, should not exist. It is so delicious. There's and nothing- it's such a treat because you never see it. You don't. And it's usually on a strawberry <laughs> at some sort of buffet. <laughs> yes. At a vacation spot. Like a- yeah. So I-, I like any white chocolate, but I, I, like, I like dark chocolate. I like... Okay, I like so dark chocolate that has like raz, like jelly rings. Do you like jelly rings? Ugh, no. Oh no, my God. No. I love jelly rings. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. They're like Orthodox Jewish. It, yeah. Kosher. Those, and they were also sold on like the counter of a bodega. They were sold and on like the a counter. open thing that yes. was like sitting out there for I was the person buying them. With like a rat galloping <laughs> over. <laughs> so that's what I would buy. No, because it's a consistency issue. Those jelly. Oh my God. Just thinking about it. I want to like now order an entire case. Okay. Well, so this is like a deep, I mean, this is a deep divide between the two of us. I I, I still love you unconditionally, but I Thank don't you. understand. Like from a compatibility standpoint. You don't think we're compatible? Not, not for the long term. <laughs> but remember on- we also discussed it wasn't just candy. I told you my favorite food in a snack bag at a bodega was Funyuns. Funyuns, which is like, then you, like, once you eat a bag of Funyuns, you carry that smell with you for a decade. <laughs> Did you like Fritos? Like, the what? I don't like, like Fritos. Okay. I will not put a Frito on or my like mouth. like Cheetos, like a spicy I love Cheeto. a Cheeto. Okay. And now with those like flaming hot Cheetos that nothing burn worse. your, you yeah. can't breathe. You're like, like suffocating. I, I love it. I think there's nothing worse. Salt and vinegar potato chip. Disgusting. Love. Actually, you know what? I can deal with that from time to time. Oh, did you like munchos? I don't think I've ever had a muncho. Oh my God, munchos were so good. They were like potato chips, yeah. but they were like sea foam. They were like, they were like. Right, and they were like in a shape. They were like thick. <laughs> like an orquiette shape. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, remember in Chinatown, you would buy those. Oh, like a pork rind? Not a, <laughs> not a pork rind. Not a pork rind. <laughs> I don't even know what I they were. They like were different colors. Too. No, I don't. Okay. I draw the line at pork rinds. Okay. But if like, I don't know. I just loved muncho. it all. I well, used to love Nestle's strawberry milk. No. N-O. <laughs> but you're a licorice person too. Black licorice all day okay. long. So licorice, I think, is a really defining thing. You either like candy it or you don't. corn. Candy corn I can eat. Just once a year, though. I don't like it. That's just like a Halloween thing. Yeah. But I really go to town. Um, candy corn's kind of delicious. So you don't like licorice. I detest it. So I you don't like it. any candy. No, I really don't like candy. That's I don't, I just, crazy. I like, I need more substance. I and wish I didn't like. And I don't like the like. candy, like the ones with the weird flavoring and the weird colors. I have a problem. And you know what? I, I keep doing these things to break my candy habit and it works for like a year. Mm. I really fell off the wagon during quarantine because. Were you eating a lot of candy? Just so much, just like. But you were so healthy otherwise. I was so healthy okay. before. And so, then I was just like, fuck it. Like the world's ending. Yeah, what I mean. And I'm just going to go out eating Funyuns and snowballs. And Allie, apple Jolly Ranchers. And, oh, obviously green apple Jolly Ranchers. I told Dina, so she hates green apple flavor. I actually drink something. I put, I'm not good at drinking water. Okay. So I put, 
this green apple like fizz in my water. It's like a vitamin supplement to flavor your water. So it's like drinking a Jolly Rancher. Disgusting. <laughs> <So> disgusting. <laughs> Basically, I'm 12 years old. Um, but I respect it. I respect it. But I don't, I wonder where that stemmed from. So you just draw the line of chocolate? I mean, that's what I just gravitate towards. So you you like a Hershey bar? I love a Hershey's almond. That, I, don't, I, don't, I haven't bought it like for 10 years or something. A Hershey but. bar, even a Hershey almond bar is the missionary position of candy. It is. People only eat Hershey bars when they have like leftover s'more stuff and there's no chocolate in the house. So they're like, oh, I guess I'll eat these that we have for the s'mores. So it's very basic. It's like as <laughs> lame as you can get. Like, hey, you want a Hershey bar? Like, why not a whatchamacallit? I know. Why not a, too much a going score on bar or a score. caramello? Oh, no, 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 no. None of those. <laughs> <laughs> I can do like, it can be like a little step up from that. Like a three musketeer, which you said is gross. That's and just, I think rocks the house. It's I mean, okay. this is what I ate when I was a kid. I don't eat this stuff now. It's okay. It's, yeah, it's okay. None of it is amazing. Do you like a Snickers bar? I, I like a Snickers bar. Kit Kat? Love. Oh, Kit Kats are Love. great. Okay. See, but you see what I gravitate toward, it's got, it's, it's got some meat on it, right? Yeah. Like it fills me up. I could have a Snickers bar and be like, okay, I'm good to go it for really, like another So what you're saying minutes. is Snickers really satisfies it you. It really does satisfy <laughs> And I feel like there's a health element because there's like a peanut. A hundred percent. It's nuts. So it's nuts, right? Like peanut M&Ms, like healthy, healthy By choices. By the way, when I eat peanut M&Ms, I say the same thing to myself. <laughs> right? I'm like, it's protein. It is protein. And there's like, it's yeah, like a, a meal. Health, added health benefit. There's an added health benefit. <laughs> Most stuff is gross. And I eat those cherry things at the liquid center. Yeah. What did we figure fruit, out the name? Fruit. Did they're like ch- cellos. Cellos. Yes. Do they still make those? I don't think so. I think they've been banned. I think like they they're definitely all the red dye. It's like problems. red dye. It's, red it's dye. like chocolate filled with cancer dye. Totally. Because what was that liquid center? It was pure glucose, I think. It was so which delicious. Which is like instant diabetes, but so delicious. I don't think they make them anymore. But I'm going to now look for them. Just people's food choices, I think, says a lot about the type of person that they are and the long-term compatibility. I'd like to say that my food choices make me adventurous. It seems that way. Yeah. I would say so. I would definitely say so. Because they're very out of the box. Like, I think when people go to the hostess rack, they're picking up like a yodel. That's me. No. I'm a yodel I, des- I don't like yodels. Okay. Donut. Okay. I want the snowball. And if I have to, like, I, I do like a Susie Q. Okay. Those really big sandwiches of chocolate and like Those frosting. Okay. There's just a lot going on. There There's too. a lot. Uh, but yeah. I would, but I understand that choice. Whereas a snowball, I don't. Or the strawberry thing, I don't. So, Dina and I were talking earlier. You know, we were both grew up in New York City. I was raised. Honestly, which would never happen anymore. I feel it would be child abuse, mom. Yeah. <laughs> I was raised <laughs> eating chocolate cake for breakfast every single day of my life, which explains a lot of this. But I had Entenmann's chocolate cake for breakfast. Delicious. Every yeah. day with the frosting. Mm-hmm. And then if I didn't have that, I would get these Nemo's cakes at the bodega oh, that were wrapped. Nemo's. They were like squares. They were wrapped in 
saran wrap. They had probably been sitting there for 16 years. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they had like frosting that was like pudding frosting. They so, so good. So it like stuck on the cellophane? Yes, it stuck on the cellophane. No expiration date. No expiration date. Just sitting date. there next to those jelly, chewy things. That was the my jar. breakfast of champions. That's how we all, but you know what? That's how city kids ate back then. And I definitely didn't drink one sip of water my entire life. Water? Never. Never water. Like, I, I like, I'm surprised that we're still standing. But I think our parents are just sort of like, go out and like feed yourself and then like come home and we'll provide like a, an okay dinner. Yeah, I always had my, we always had a great, very balanced dinner, vegetables. Yeah. I lived off of cake too. Cake and like, and like in high school, like French fries were, was like my lunch every day, like a soggy French fry and a chocolate chip cookie that I bought from <laughs> like an Otis Funkmeyer. Yeah. Remember like, the Otis also, Spunk? Do you have Otis Spunkmeyer at your school? It sounds familiar. I mean, it was just like the two cookie. Oh, no. We had like Otis Spunkmeyer okay. and it was like a certain kind of cookie. It came in like a little glass case that sat by the register and they'd take them out of the oven. So they oh, were like fancy. very no. gooey. That's and then fancy, you'd buy no. the cookie and the cafeteria always smelled like fresh baked cookies. Oh, that's not where I went to school. <laughs> I went to school with like five people. I was like, you went to fancy school. I, I went to school like with 10 giant people. public school where it was like the smell could kill you walking in there. You went to the like, fame school. I went to the I'm fame. so jealous. It was, it was an I should have gone to that time. school. You actually should have gone Just there. Just do theater all day? Like, yeah. I would have loved it. It's so much. That's totally up your alley. But I it was know. also super traumatizing. Like, I didn't, I didn't use the restroom for four years. What was your was specialty there? I played the flute. You I was were at LaGuardia for flute? Mm-hmm. Yes, I was. And I have that and does I not surprise me one bit, Miss Hershey full, Bar. Full band nerd. <laughs> Hershey <laughs> Bar almond eating. <laughs> Keeping it playing it safe. You know? I can't even that that's what you were at LaGuardia for. Yeah. Are you really, do you rock the flute? Like, could I, you? Well, I rocked it back then. I mean, I was like, I was like undercover cool. You can't really be that cool when you're playing the flute, you know? But now you can but, be like, I feel like, like Billie was, Eilish like took out a flute and she was like, mm-hmm. I could be. I was ahead of my time. It could be, but I, I was, think you should maybe become flute lady on TikTok and see what can you, you imagine? can. My it would make my mother so happy if I broke it out can again. Can you please try I to know. make some flute TikTok? When I was flute tech, maybe I could start flute TikTok. That you could the, you dark. could start flute the dark web of flute. But maybe talk. that that can be my thing because I'd be the only person. You'd be the only person. But yeah. I bet if we looked, there's flute talk. We have to look for flute talk. There's everything talk. I love it. I love it. I'm fully sucked in. 24 hours a day. I know. No, LaGuardia was fun. I'm surprised you didn't go there. I I wanted to. I should have. I belonged there. In my heart, I was there. In another life. But lots of unhealthy, uh, more unhealthy food choices there as well. What I ate every day to sustain me. It's amazing I'm still alive with my food choices. Did you go to Sparrow Pizza growing up? No, we lived in New York City. Why would you because ever go to Because that was Sparrow? what was near LaGuardia, and that was my only Did choice. Did you ever see The Office when Michael Scott comes to the city, and he's like, I love New York pizza, yeah. and it was Sparrow. Because Sparrow's the grossest pizza That's ever. like the mall pizza across America. It's so disgusting, but it was, it was that was what we had. Where is LaGuardia? Upper West Side, so near behind Lincoln Center. But okay. it was like back in the day when like there were no restaurants. I can't believe that you <laughs> so, just asked me about Sparrow Pizza, yeah. someone who was born and raised. It wasn't in my choice, but that was what we that's what they <laughs> offered us. Dean, we are out of time. Oh, man. Okay. I don't even know how it's possible. Okay. I could talk to you forever and ever. No. 
Well, I look forward to many more pods. With you. We have a lot. We have a lot we, to share. We have a lot to share because we have really crazy brains, but I will have you here soon. Guys, thanks so much for tuning in to Social Studies with Jenna Kingsley. I hope you enjoyed it. Don't forget to hit subscribe and leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. If you want to stalk me, you can do that on Instagram at Jenna Kingsley. You can visit my website, jennakingsley.com. You can follow me on Twitter, TikTok, and YouTube at Jenna Kingsley. If you have a topic you think we should cover, you can slide into the DMs or send me an email. Have a great week and I will speak to you guys soon. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.